Ah, look! Look who's finally decided to arrive. Have you started? Yeah. About ten minutes ago, like. Oh, it's just, I've just done a monologue. All right, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> there's, that guy, there's our fucking title for the episode. <laughs> All right, talk to me. Talk to me, talk to me. There's a little hole in this box. I'm really scared to put my finger through it because I feel like something might bite it. You shouldn't really put your hole, my finger into holes. You're starting. (laughs) Why do you sound so surprised? Actually, we're not. (laughs) Give me another minute. Hold on. We'll go again in a second. Eat one of the chilies and you'll be fucking well up for it. I thought they were fucking buttercups or daffodils, like. Despite the fact I told you they were chilies. There's still that, yeah, because it looks like that. Have you ever seen those um, yellow, like, corn sweets you get that are shaped like that? Corn yeah, they, they got like they're like corn. Sorry for that child. Jesus Christ, like. My dad uh, only got me corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, this is such a cut. I'm about to fall asleep. Are you ready, Darren? Are we starting or what are we doing? Dude, I've been recording this entire time. Yeah, that's okay. All right, we'll start now in a sec. So, and give, give me the music again in a sec, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm leaving all of this. There's no way I'm at this. I'll give you the music again, but okay. You're that, super that needy. Phone, by the way? That was mine, I'd say, was it? Incredibly inappropriate. All right. Where is it in, in there? Yeah, turn it down at the side if you want. It'll turn it all down. He just throws it against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Just chuck the music back in. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Right. <laughs> do you think, do you, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? We haven't even started yet. <laughs> Why the fuck are we back here? <laughs> we could have just packed it all up in June and just been like, you know what? <laughs> Never again. <coughs> we could have closed that chapter of our life and been like, you know what? I really enjoyed doing a podcast for a little while. It was a great little suave for all of about what? How long? A year and a bit? Yeah, a year yeah, and, and a half. Yeah, and now we're back here. <laughs> Fucking hell. And we got a plant. We have a new plant. <laughs> we're going to set the photo of that up on the Instagram page afterwards. Mikey put a plant in here. I think it's for extra... I think there's a recording device now or there's a camera in it or something. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> or just the oxygen, right? So, for oxygen? Isn't that what plants do? Yeah, pl- yeah. That's I, what trees do, I think, is it? Are you a fucking retard? No. Are you actually I, a well, fucking I don't, retard? I don't, I don't think so. What anyway. is a plant? <laughs> what is a plant? What, what is a tree? That's I'm, such a weird question, isn't it? <laughs> What's a tree? What is a tree? No, but you what mean is a, the philosophical a tree sense. and a plant are exactly the same thing. <laughs> the All tea of the photos for. <laughs> oh my god, you're actually an idiot. And what do they teach you in Ireland? I saw my mother's fucking life. Jesus. Anyway, go on, Darren. Take well, your it mother away. was talk, talking talk about as well. No. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck it. Right, podcast. Right, let's go. Um, so. Episode 31, we're back. We're on the farewell tour, our Rolling Stones farewell tour. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't know when exactly this is going to stop, but we have an idea. So, yeah, we're back. So, I'm Darren Jenkins, and I'm here with a very... That was fucking... That was the most my voice has ever broken, I think, when we did this. (laughs) I'm Darren Jenkins. (laughs) That is the most that's ever happened. I'm Darren Jenkins, and... uh, Very unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
And welcome to NPR Radio. But uh, I'm here beside a very hungover Jack Johal. Oh, I'm feeling fine. You sure? Yeah, I've just you don't look it. Twelve peas and just tired. And we're actually out on the lash tonight as well, aren't we, Darren? We are. This is probably the first time in. Well, no, it's not the first time we've been out together, but it's no, the first it's probably first in ages, isn't it? Yeah, for a long time. Darren's yeah. now got a new job, so he hasn't got time for me anymore. He's like, I have retired from bar work. I said it at the start of the year. This would be my last year in bar work, and I've retired from it. Kind of retired, like semi-retired. No, I, I've you'll retired. be back. I won't. How much? I'm gonna say I'll make a bet with you, but like the thing is, you could like uphold your part of the bet because it's you that I'm betting against. Mm. Also, aren't you like betting on his ambitions and dreams? You're kind of saying, "I bet you'll fail." Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. Mikey, have you not been listening to the previous thirty episodes? Do you think no? I want good for Darren? <laughs> That's not how life goes. I'm trying to like raise him. And, yeah, know, we're like we're to... we're friends and stuff. We don't want each other to do well or yeah, any of that kind of yeah. gay shit. That's like. boring. Yeah. You gotta bring your friends down. That's what yeah, friends are for. That reality. That's what you have friends for. You know, that's what it is. Anyway, sorry, podcast again. So we're here. Uh, Jack, what's new with your own life? I mean, what do I do apart from like work? Work hard, play hard, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was uh, that happened. Um, so. <laughs> That's that. That let's. No, there's, there's, I'm, I'm moving. If, you, if it's possible for you to erase that from your mind, let's move on to the first topic. <laughs> so it's to do with the state that Jack is in at the moment, uh, which is hangovers. So we all manage to get them from time to time. Some people more than others. But uh, right, the worst hangover you've ever had is it this one because you're having to do the podcast. No, with not it. at all. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like everyone's worst hangover is going to be the one they've after their 18th birthday party. If you do anything for your 18th. Yeah, but I think after the first night where you properly drink, the yeah. hangover's the worst. Yeah. I, that's the thing, is hangovers just get gradually easier and easier. Like now, I, I'm, I'm not like hungover to the point where my mind doesn't function. I just yeah. feel very like out of it slightly and I feel very tired. And yeah. but like, you know, I'm tired because I, I work hard, isn't it? Bruv. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I, after my 18th birthday party, that was easily the worst one. I... Th- and the thing is, I did throw up, and I always feel like throwing up stops you from. Mm. And I peed my bed because that was just part of the fun. Which sure, is, in for a penny, in for yeah. a pound, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> what about I yourself? Have, my worst hangover, I would say, was probably. I think it was probably the day after I was best man for the cousin's wedding. Oh, that, I could imagine yeah. that being a heavy one. That Jesus. was fucking some heavy day. Like, not even night, some heavy day of drinking. Oh. I didn't go to bed till six o'clock in the morning. And then we got up. We had to be back down for half nine for the breakfast because everybody was going away and mm-hmm. you have to shake hands and all this kind of stuff. Like, obviously, pre-COVID and all this stuff, just in case any of the, the vaccination police are fucking killing us. But... <laughs> We went down at about half nine, myself and one of the groomsmen, because yeah. we were sharing a room. And we went down and like the two of us just looking at each other, I think, just like as if who's going to fucking puke first, more or less. <laughs> and we were, <laughs> this thing, but to be fair, he sobered up a lot quicker than I did. Yeah, yeah. He didn't drink as much as I did now. So this is what it was. We went back to then the town, we'll say, that he was from. Yeah. And... Um, we got a breakfast and everything like that. We didn't actually eat when we went down at half nine because we'd missed the breakfast. We had to go down and just say goodbye to people and everything like that. Then once that was done, we just fucked off back up. So I didn't get a breakfast until half one in the, in the afternoon or something like that, I'd say. Oh. And absolutely, like, my fucking liver was in my hands. 
And I, when I sat on the toilet then in that restaurant, and this is going to sound... Oh, this is going to get very graphic. If a certain individual, and, and I know she knows who I'm talking about, if she's listening, just please cover your ears and don't listen to this part. But I swear to God, we're going to... Yeah, right, we're going to... Um, I was, when I sat on the toilet, I was half expecting my fucking large intestine to come out the back. I was that fucking much of a, of a noise like... I was that, and I, to the point where I felt actually knocked on the door and went, are you all right in there? And I went, yeah, fine. And that was it. But that was the worst it's ever been. And I said to your man afterwards, get me the fuck out of here as quick as we could. Now, like, I know you said this is going to be a topic that uh, kind of is current. Yeah. And But like, are you about prevention or cure? With a hangover? Yeah. Cure, I think, because I think they're just going to happen. Anyway. I think it's all in prevention. What do you think? So... I've got into the habit now of whenever I'm like, I think I'm a bit too drunk, ordering yeah. takeaway or like ordering food. Yeah, yeah. And, but like every single time I do that, I wake up the next day and I'm like, I feel like a million bucks. Not, not like definitely a million bucks. Do you think I the secret like is in having it. something to eat before you go to bed? 110%. Like it has to be. Because the thing is, all you're going to do in the morning is you're going to get up, go through of like, you know, go through, like you're going to sleep. You're going to... Get up in the morning, drink water, whatever, have yeah. a tea, whatever your plan is anyway. And then all you're going to do is go for breakfast. But like, what are you really gaining? You're going to sit there and not have food for quite a while. Whereas if you had the food when you're drunk in the evening, you're having food sooner. That soaks up the alcohol. If that makes sense. In my mind, Are you one of the people who say like in the morning, I know there's people who get hangovers in the morning, they can't actually eat anything all day. See, no, no, see, I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not. Like, the, 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 but... I don't know actually Am I? I don't know I think it depends Still on the hangover for me questions. But the majority of the time I think I have to eat something in the morning Because if I'm running on an empty stomach With that hangover The hangover just stays longer Yeah I do see what you're saying I mean like last night Came back Ordered McDonald's As you know there was fucking Hangover food Yeah there yeah. was MMA and Yeah but it was the, uh, McDonald's is just shit Like I, I cannot It just is so bad And I just fancy Step out there. for belts Go on Oh fucking hell honestly I, I, I like turned up. They have like an app in the UK. I don't know if they have it in Ireland. Um, and like I was ordering on the app and it was like, go in and pick up your order 80 and 88. And I was like, oh, cool. I've got two orders. Sick. And then I turned up and there was a massive queue and I was like, I've got an order. And she was like, okay, you can't come in. And you know, on the screen, it's like, please collect order 80 and 88. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but my order number's up there. And she was like, just wait in the queue. And I was like, but that's, that is my order number. And then she was like, okay, do you have the receipt? And I was like, no, I ordered on the app. And she was like, then show me the app. So I showed her the app. And obviously the app doesn't have the order number. Mm. So it was just like, this is what you've ordered. But it hadn't, didn't have the order number. And she was like, is it, you sure there's your orders? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay. So then like after arguing with her for about two minutes, and I was fucking having a good time, standing side to side. <laughs> she probably thought this guy's definitely not even ordered. Like, I don't know how he stole on her phone. Yeah. And then um, I, she let me in. I picked up my food. <laughs> I probably like snatched the food as well because I was like, oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> and then I got home and there was just no sauces. I had the driest fucking food in the world. And then mm. this is a bit of me, you know, taking a, a, what's the word? A little turn to explain. I don't know what's the word. I mean, oh my God, I'm just waffling. But last night, instead of me like waking up with the smell of McDonald's in my flat, I decided to stick it all in a bag and bring it downstairs to the bins. But I was obviously eating McDonald's in my underwear and my shorts, in my, in my underwear and my socks. So I went downstairs to go take the bins out at three o'clock in the morning and someone just outside the front, like a group of three lads, just outside the front of my house sitting on the wall. And I just like, I'm sitting there in my underwear and I'm like, 
oh, hi. <laughs> Didn't really know what to <laughs> you say. You guys want a party? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want my McDonald's? <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, as I say, I always think like even like the time before that I got a McDonald's, uh, I got a, sorry, a Domino's. Mm. And, and that's a different story. That's, that's when I ordered like 15 minutes before the shop closed and the food, didn't, it took an hour and a half to get there. I was asleep. Some guy phoned me at half two in the morning and was like, oh, I'm the Domino's delivery driver. And I was like, I'm asleep. I was like, I canceled that order. He was like, well, I've got the pizza. Do you want the pizza? And like, yes, I was right. I did cancel the order. Mm. And he was like, do you want the pizza? And I said, yeah, fuck it. Why not? So I took the pizza, put it in the oven, like as in when the oven was off, yeah. put it in the oven to keep it there like for a little while. Then I woke up the next day, checked my emails. Yeah, I'd canceled the order. And they'd also given me credit for another pizza. If that's not a big fucking dub, I don't know what is. Jesus Christ. That's what I mean. You should. That's like, the opposite you, of beer fear. Yeah. <laughs> if you were... Like hungover in the morning, there's no way you're getting that kind of, you know, mm. credit or there's no way you're having those stories of being caught outside your house naked. No, I don't think so. Like, I mean, like, I feel like I'm in a massive disadvantage when it comes to hangover food over here because my go-to mm. over in Ireland was Supermax. I've Which mentioned Supermax over here. It's not. Honestly, it's not. Cause it's I, McDonald's. I mean, yeah, it's not. Supermax is nice. I, I do rate that. It's but fucking lovely. It, it's very similar. It's not because like Supermax is more filling. In fairness, you, you you don't get as hungry as I quick. I know what you're saying, yeah. You know, I like whereas and the other part of it as well is I I do eat McDonald's if I'm hungover at home, mm. but they have twisty fries or curly fries, twisty whatever you want to call it. What are you fucking? I swear sick. to God, that's what they're they called. They have twisty fries. Yeah, <laughs> but they're fucking lovely though. But the thing about it is they have those in Ireland, but they don't have them over here. The McDonald's in Ireland. fucking running around calling them twisty fries. The, seriously, <laughs> they don't have the McDonald's over here. I remember, I remember distinctly the moment my heart broke when I came over here, went into a McDonald's and figured out they didn't have tis- twisty fries. <laughs> Stop fucking saying twisty fries. Why? So what would you call them? stupid curly fries. Like ah, they're literally called curly. That, that Are they called so- twisty fries in Ireland? Yeah. Oh my god, the whole country is just fucking. It's the same fucking nuts. thing. They're going in the same direction. It's fine. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. Are we turning left or right? We're doing a twisty. <laughs> um, I would. Uh, if you, this is something that's going to be edited out. The other thing I was going to say to you when you wake up in the morning, right? Yeah. And I, I have this thing. I go on. You know, you go down the YouTube wormhole and things like that, watching all these mad stuff on your phone when you're hungover in the bed to find the energy to get out of the bed. No, I don't. I don't do that. You know, I, do you I just know? put a series and I sit there and I chill out. Yeah, well, you watch something, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant like, as in, like it's a process, as in, you know, always YouTube. No, well, that's what I would do, to be honest. Really? But like, I mean, there's a lot of people who would do that. But then there's a lot of people, as you said, would just do what you do. The YouTube wormhole. My God, yeah. it's like pimple popping at like three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I'd be like, ugh. Yeah, this fuck. Yeah, <laughs> where you start and where you finish is always exciting. <laughs> but. um the other thing I do, and this is a habit I got into, I'd start a, Dis- a Disney playlist in terms of on Spotify, start listening to songs from Disney movies, and for some reason I find it really comforting when I'm fucked in the bed and I can't wake up. Oh, so someone needs to give you a hug. Yeah. I feel like you are a, a lost son. I'm there in the bed and fucking will say, I can show you the... <laughs> Just Aladdin going like that. Or whatever the fuck it is. You should change your Tinder bio to the guy that listens to Disney playlists when he's drunk and calls curly fries twisty fries. And I'm pretty certain there'll be fucking 40-year-old male paedophiles after you sooner than anything else. <laughs> yeah, just send a photo then of a swimming costume. Um, <laughs> but that, that's, that was what I would do. What's your morning routine then we'll say when you're hungover? Obviously oh, today aside. But. Get myself out of bed if I can. Because the thing is, the longer you sit in bed, the worse you feel. And always a shower. Wash the face. Green tea. 
green uh-huh. tea. Green tea, man. Uh, everyone that drinks green tea knows how good green tea. Mike, did you drink green tea? I do. Oh yeah, and it just makes shit fly out your ass in the nicest possible way. Mikey's laughing because he knows it's true. Like it just, it just does something. It just, it just is. It's amazing. Like, and then obviously because I've eaten food the night before, I'm like, oh, 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 my stomach's giggling. Pretty sure this is why Joe Rogan gets shit because he fucking just like advertises things like this. Oh what? <laughs> the green tea making shit fly out no, your I would ass. never advertise it, but there is a link if you buy it on Amazon on my Instagram. Yeah, use the I promo code GFP. No, I kind of half agree with you in the sense that like a shower is fucking a massive help when you wake up oh, in the morning. Hands down. The water and fizz I think is a, is a big help. But the other thing I would disagree with you with, I think, particularly for me, Whatever time I wake up at, mm. I go back to sleep for another hour because I feel like I need to sleep off a bit more of it. Mm. So I, I see for me, once I'm up, I'm up. That's like no matter what, yeah. no matter how tired I am. Once I'm up, I'm up. And that's it. And then, you know, sometimes I like going for a little walk, you know, listening to the birds chirp. And oh, so you, you drink in fucking Alice in Wonderland, basically. Well, you're the one that listens to yeah. Disney movies, so you can't fucking talk. So that's up. why I'm referencing it. Oh, is that? But, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, so that's, that's grand. Like, look... My advice for anybody hungover now, that's the, where we'll end this topic. What's your advice for anybody who is going to get dealing with a hangover? Order a Uber Eats or a delivery takeaway. Hmm. Be mischievous. When, when you you're drunk. ordering that now, it's like the late night food. This is the side of it. Is it just like the greasiest, messiest shit? No, 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 no. I have standards even when I'm drunk. Yeah? Well, I say that and then I go to McDonald's. I don't know what the fuck I'm actually on about. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the thing is, I ne- I'm, I used to do that. Always, always, always on a night out in Watford I, when I was younger. Always ch- uh, chicken, donna meat mm. and chips. Always, like every single night. It used to be like, my mum used to think, what the fuck is wrong with this kid, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tuesday night, I've had like a sip of a pint. I'm like, what? Oh, no, I need that chicken, <laughs> meat and chips. But no, um, I, I think, uh, yeah, it used to be like that. But then in reality, I need to actually get good at drunk cooking and then I'll be fine. Like, if I had the ingredients at home last night, I probably would have made a fucking feast. And burned down the house. But, I was you know. about to say, you must have the fire brigade on standby for drunk um, cooking. Actually, just my, my interruption this week is this. Go like, on. Um, I had a friend of mine and he said, like, I was bringing back some meat from Italy. So, like, dude, you told me once that you don't eat pig. Is that right? He goes, yeah, man, I had a real bad experience. Like, I don't, I don't eat pig. I was like, oh, I thought it was a religion thing. He goes, no, I don't eat bacon because this guy was cooking it passed out and set the whole house on fire and I had to drag my passed out mate out the house the fire, and the whole house burned down. He goes, that's why I don't eat meat because <laughs> he goes, I don't eat pig because I had a bad experience. But you don't blame that on bacon, like. You blame that on the fucking idiot goes, who fell mate, asleep. Mate, he goes, that changed my life. He goes, after nearly burning alive and having to drag my mate out of a burning building. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's so superstitious about bacon. He, like, sees it in a sandwich. He's like, I'm not fucking touching that. I'm not fucking going near it. <laughs> that's actually fucking nuts. I remember in the student accommodations, similar enough to what you were saying, I remember in the student accommodation that I was in in the first year of university back in Ireland. Yeah. There's on the top floor in the block that we were in, there was some lad came back, wanted to cook noodles on the hob when he came in, drunk from a night out. Turned on the hob, put the noodles into the saucepan, put the saucepan on the hob, didn't put any water into it and then fell asleep. And the fire brigade were called out and everything. There was a 500 euro call out charge that they needed to pay inside in the flat. And then like a load of fire alarms got disconnected and everything as well because people were like, well, it's fire's not in my place. And everybody's like, 
you know, it's not going to be my fucking, I, I'm not listening mm. to it. Like, do you know what I mean? So I started to dis- disconnect into it. So subsequently, a load of people in the same block got a load of fines for disconnecting the fire alarms. Jesus. I, I did that in my third year. I mean, I know we're, we're a bit about other people, but in my third year of uni, I came back after a drunk night out and decided to put a frozen pizza in the oven. Went back to my room, fell asleep. <laughs> then my housemates, like two hours later, came home from their night out and they were like, what the fuck is burning? We had no fire <laughs> alarm because they kept on setting it off. So I, I took, they took the fire alarm and I was so fucking lucky. They took the pizza out of the oven and it was just a, a big black round disc. It was hard mm. as fucking nails. Like I looked at it the next day and I couldn't fucking believe what I'd done. It was, it was and like, it was one of those moments where they, they came, they was well, they came into my room when I was like quite like, I was obviously like just sleeping like in and out of sleep and still quite drunk and they were like did you cook a pizza and I was like nah nah was not me it must have been someone else and there were all three of them around <laughs> and the next day they actually sat me down and like we we were like housemates where we knew each other but we weren't really friends like I didn't we didn't really care okay, too much right, for each right. other but like the three of them they all knew each other before we all moved in yeah, yeah. and they were like oh so um we actually want to talk to you about putting pizza in the oven when you're drunk. And I was like, it will never happen again. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I, I mean, yeah, now I probably shouldn't cook unless I can actually stay awake. Think universities should like have like, you know, those kind of lockout safes. Yeah, on ovens. On ovens yeah. <laughs> and hubs. It's like they're timed. If, you, if you're like not there, you know, like when like Tesla has that auto driving and you have to touch the steering wheel every so often. It's like you, you have to move the pan, otherwise it'll just turn off. <laughs> That's, That's a great. fucking genius uh, idea. Oh my God, that can we delete genius. this out of the podcast? I actually yeah, might take this out, We're going to do this. Me and Elon yeah. Musk are going to have to sit down sometime. Oh, fuck it up. So that's where we'll leave that topic. And then there's music. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please never take anything out of this podcast. No, then there's music. I'm literally moving the audio now. You can show me the world. <laughs> All right, let me just drag this back in. Each time you say then there's music, it's just a different fucking Disney yeah. song. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> right so our second topic is it's coming into that time of the year where monster mash and fucking all these halloween movies start coming onto the monster mash yeah you know the song no i'm not saying yeah a monster mash. and if any <laughs> to anybody who's interested mikey's band is going on tour <laughs> <laughs> the promo playing this for two hours <laughs> <laughs> they also play a, no, a selection of other different things. You do a bit of S Club 7 and stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah we say yeah. that for the sort of yeah, VIPs. They yeah. come early, they get the S Clubs. Backstreet <laughs> Boys. Yeah, oh fuck, we told that story before, but it's fucking class. Yeah, Mikey's band is, is heavy metal, just in case anybody's interested. <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're pairing us with like the sort of long haired Satanists. We're, we're like. Mikey, you are long haired, I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> Singing, because if you say metal, everyone's like assumes it's unholy. Screaming. Screaming. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> that my fucking hurts. Definitely not hungover now. Jeez, oh, we apologize. My God. <laughs> we apologize to anybody's ears. It <laughs> just went deaf. So yeah, our music's not like that. But I, you know. So I what? What was? To you, what we're not like. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So no, well, what what genre would you describe it as? It, it's rock. It's, it's heavy guitars, but it's it's beautiful singing. From our wonderful Alessio, yeah, throwback to episode one there. Um, no, but like a new tomorrow. If anybody wants to follow them on Instagram, we'll get our lads to follow you. But they are they're going on tour. If anybody's interested in going to, where are you touring? Uh, we're doing Southampton, Manchester, Newcastle, and London. 
and not Australia. Not Australia. Okay, all right, yeah, fair in enough. Case that accent was deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine us being like? It was like, a very good Scottish accent, I'll be honest. But <laughs> we're like, oh yeah, we can get our lads to follow you. Imagine like Mikey's like their band's followers turning yeah. up and being like following the podcast. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, if there is even the fuck if is there this? is even one GFP <laughs> sign at any of your gigs, I will give somebody a lot of money. <laughs> and in the crowd holding the mugs up. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Alessio and Andrea looking at each other just going, the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, right. Uh, sorry, what was the topic again? Oh, yeah, uh, Halloween. Halloween, yeah. So know. we're heading to that time of year and we want to ask where everybody gets their tires stolen and bonfires get made and stuff. And uh, I feel like you've got everything mixed up. Do they? Do Halloween's not meant to be bonfires is it yeah it is in ireland you you separate it out into like fucking two two or three nights is it two or guy fox night and bonfire night the same night guy fox yeah yeah, it's the fifth of november isn't it yeah so you have two nights we we put it all in the one how do you remember do you remember the 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 chant what gunpowder plot yeah how's it go fifth of november Remember, 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 the 5th remember of, the 5th of November. Gunpowder season. Season would have been gunpowder. <laughs> Straight okay. out of Jamie Jamie. You've got, you got to take this away, Dad. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> no, but uh, no, we don't do Guy Fawkes Night because Guy Fawkes Night is celebrating the Guy night who? where you... Guy Fawkes. <laughs> Yes. Guy Fox night. Guy <laughs> Fox, uh, we don't celebrate it because it's a night where, like English people, celebrate burning a Catholic. I'm so pretty why would we do that? You would if he if he had pulled through. You guys would definitely be celebrating him. Oh yeah, there'd be rebel songs written about him, and he'd be <laughs> hailed. We'd have he'd be the next patriot. <laughs> um, no, but that's you know that's why we wouldn't do it. We we do our bonfires on Halloween night, and you do fireworks and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, but they're illegal in Ireland. But we what, do them. fireworks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fireworks are illegal in Southern Ireland. So do you know, remember when I was saying to you before, it was the topic of, uh, what would you know about it? And I was talking to you about the plough match. Uh, Darren, I literally don't remember what happened last okay, night. Okay, right. We were talking about the National Ploughing Championships before, which is like the biggest agricultural show in, yeah. in the country. Yeah. And the, half the reason any of the young people go is, the t- well, the other half of the reason is they want the day off school. And the other half of it then is that they go to buy fireworks. Oh shit! So there's people like will say we'll bring and say hey are you interested and then they bring you out to a van in the car park. Yeah, and uh, no, they don't do what you think I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> they, but you know, you buy a lot of fireworks then, and then everybody has them, and then they're like saying, well, in my school, everybody was trying to sell them to each other then, but you had to be careful about. It. Why are they illegal? Is like any particular? Um, I don't know. Well, they're dangerous, but like, sure, fucking everything's dangerous. Alcohol's dangerous and it's not illegal. So I don't know is the answer. That was that was deep. Yeah. That was pretty fucking deep. I remember when I came over here first and I was driving, like, I think we were driving through Watford and we big saw the big, the big shop, we'll say, where, do you remember on the fencing, there's like stuff on the, on the outside of the it? The big shop. <laughs> there's a big fence. Yeah, there's I, a big I know shop. exactly what you're talking about. <coughs> yeah, I, they, I, I they can't sell remember. Fireworks. Yeah, it's just right next door to the petrol station. But there's a banner on the yeah, fence yeah, yeah. on the outside of it. Like, that's <clears> it. Next <throat> to a petrol station. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> no, it really is. <laughs> I didn't spot it really that fucking note. is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest hell. like um, fireworks shops in the whole, in, yeah, the whole of Hertfordshire. It's just next door to a petrol station. That's why there's fuel shortages now. No, but I remember seeing the banner on the fence leading into it and I was like fucking hell can you actually advertise it like yeah, that yeah yeah no, but the thing is just people don't like, even our Asda sell fireworks like yeah you can buy them literally everywhere pause it there we'll come back and get some and we'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and we're back. Now we have fireworks. No, we don't. But uh, no, no, that was, it is. It's illegal in Ireland, but people still use them. People do them the whole time. And it's not as if like, there's not a lot the guards can do about it. The guards. The guards, there's not a lot. There's the not a lot there do. is that they can do about it because like once they know that you have them, yeah. you've already let them off. Well, the so. thing is, for us, like, as I say, we're talking about fireworks like meandering away from Halloween, but as yeah. in a few, but there's also Diwali is like very yeah. soon. Diwali's yes, in November. And you Prada. have to explain Diwali now to Irish people. Go on. Uh, it's a thing for Indians. And basically... Um, <laughs> Thank you for that in-detailed <laughs> fucking synopsis of a religious festival. Thank it's basically you. like New Year for the Sikhs. New Year for yeah. Sikhs, yeah. Sikhs believe it's like the New Year. So, and it's like um, seven days of fireworks, isn't it? It's just fucking carnage. And yeah. like the thing is, you're, you live like what? Like literally a five minute, ten minute walk from me. Mm. But there's way more white people in, your, in that part of Wembley Park. I live towards Preston Road, which is full of Indians. Yeah. Getting and very UKIP, Jack. Bring it back. Uh, <laughs> 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 Go on. <laughs> That actually just sounds so bad, but I am Indian just to clarify, so please don't know <laughs> me. I, I can make jokes about this kind of stuff. And um, yeah, honestly, they just, even like two o'clock in the morning, they'll be doing fireworks on like a Tuesday evening. And I just, I just don't mm. fucking understand it sometimes. I remember when I moved over first, I was living in, like in my uncle's house in Harrow and like all the fireworks were going off for like fucking three hours every yeah, they night. they just go nuts. And I was saying to myself, like, fucking hell, I said, they're re- how are they getting away with it? I said, mm. like, for Jesus... I said, there must be really tested out fireworks for Halloween or something like that. I didn't know about Diwali when mm. I came over first. And then when I found out about it, I was like, all right, that's lovely. And then it went, then it got less lovely as it went on to it's like seven or eighth night. Mm. And I was like, okay, give, wind it up now. Give it a rest. Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. Like, I feel like, no, like, I mean, look, they're entitled to their festivals and everything like yeah. that. I have to fucking really cancel cultures everywhere now. Yeah. I love it. It's just um, when you're trying to just sleep. It's not in my country. <laughs> Oh, fuck it out. Diwali would never be a thing in Ireland, though, because you couldn't live off fireworks are illegal. <laughs> don't you get me up? Because well, we don't allow Indians. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's plenty of Indians over there. there is. <laughs> they got confused about the flags and they came over. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tons of people from the Ivory Coast and just fucking Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just loads of people. It's like <laughs> the plane brought us to the wrong fucking Ryanair, brought us to the wrong place. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck it. No, but what, do you know, can you tell us any more about Diwali? Just, this is really straight away from <laughs> Halloween. Sorry, go on. Honestly, you're asking someone who fucking barely Have knows. Have you ever celebrated it? Yeah, like, we because used to you're, uh, my nan. Yeah, like, yeah your uh, nan yeah. is Sikh. Isn't yes, she? yes, yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's not just Sikhs. I think it's, it's a lot of it. Like the whole, is it a lot Sikhs? Of but are Hindus involved in it, no? I think so. They are? I do think so, because Gobi, one of my chefs, he is Hindu and he celebrates it. So Mikey, can you look it up for us? Get the thumbs up, Grant. Yeah, go on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's it, it is a bit of a mix. I think it's celebrated by a lot of people. And yeah, as Can I say, Diwali is there a J in there somewhere? D W A. I thought you were bannering D I W A L I. Oh yeah. I thought you were bannering. Is there a no, J? No, no. I thought it was Diwali. Diwali. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Diwali. That was Jack who did that, not me. <laughs> a festival of lights and one of the major festivals celebrated is by Hindus, Jains, oh. Sikhs, and some Buddhists. Well, there you go. Cheers, there you go. You? Fair mainly play to you. My nan's going to fucking stab me because I said it was mainly Sikhs. No, but fair enough. Like, in yeah. fairness, that was great to do that in India because in Ireland we can't even get one day between Protestants and Catholics that we celebrate together. Oh no, Christmas. Sorry, Christmas. That's fine. Christmas. <laughs> Fuck it, Christmas. I take that back. 
<laughs> but yeah, you're right. We have led astray from Halloween. So yeah, Halloween. Sorry. Guys. Yeah, so that's what we would like. There'd be massive bonfires made. Everybody yeah. would get old tires to get pallets to get everybody. And then as years went on, they'd be saying, "Here are bags of rubbish there that you can take and burn if you want as well." And that's what would happen. And uh, more often than not, if the fire got out of control, the fire brigade came out and put it down a little bit, mm. which um, they don't do in Belfast for some reason. But um, they do it everywhere else. Uh, no, but that's that was basically it. And then you go around, obviously, we have our trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know whether this is a thing that you How did. How the fuck do you trick-or-treat in Ireland? There's, here's one farm, and there's another farm two miles down the road. I mean, you don't do it out in the countryside, but you do it in the towns, we'll say, like, where okay. there's housing estates and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what we would do, because it, like, it was very rare when we were growing up that somebody would go out to the effort of spending like the money on a full costume for mm-hmm. their child mm-hmm. so they just buy them a mask and then there was a bin yeah. bag that you just cut three holes in 110% for, yeah. yeah that's it like you know because it's one day like it's yeah. not like the build up to Christmas where like you can spend a bit of money because you know it's you're going to have two weeks off it's one day so you weren't going to spend that money but um, that's what we would always do and you go out and then we get your sweets and everything get your cavities for fucking the full year ahead and then as time went on as well, people who didn't have money would throw like a euro or two euro into your bag and like we'd say, Jesus Christ, we'd nearly, go around people all the kids growing up. People that didn't have money. Or sweets, sorry, people who didn't have sweets. I was going to say, people that yeah. didn't have money just giving away money. <laughs> sorry. I'm so poor, take 10 euro, please. <laughs> I don't want this money. I can't afford the 50 cent chocolate bar. Take all my money. <laughs> no, I, right, I misspoke. But it was like, without fail, every year there was always one fella coming off of work who didn't think to buy sweets. Mm. And it was just like, here, there's a euro, there's two euro. And that was what it was. And then everybody then, all the kids were saying, hey, go to that house. That guy's giving See, out if money. You're, if you're fucking smart, was, you should go around trick-or-treating and be the very first person to go around. And then yeah. you've got sweets when people come and knock on your door. The other side of that, though, is then if you're the last cheap. person going around, you get everybody then going, oh, sorry, we're after running out of sweets, but here's two euro. That's so there was people true, who yeah. were clever enough that they were doing that as well. I would you, just do two rounds, just change my sheet or whatever. Yeah, you'd need to change, change your mask. My sheet. Yeah. Change my sheet. Change my sheet. <laughs> You know, um, Operation Makeover, Halloween <laughs> special. <laughs> you know, you say about there being on housing estates, but I yeah. mean, obviously, there's there's a relatively big traveler community here in Wembley Park, and um, they used they used to sometimes run around the pubs and bars, the little kids, and they'd literally run in and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, trick or treat." We'd be like, "This is a restaurant. Like, what? Do you, here's a knife and fork. Now piss off." It was like I don't know what you expect from us, but it actually used to be quite funny because they did used to try, but they'd be coming around like ten o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, what? On Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it was so random. It's a, no, That's more so, of a day so in like um, the day after Christmas back in Ireland. They go mm. into pubs and stuff and go around to everybody asking for money. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, I think pubs in general now don't let that happen anymore. Mm. They're kind of like, here's two euro, out you go kind of thing. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because you don't want people disrupting the customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah You need yeah, to get off true. this topic very quickly. Um, Darren's <laughs> so, nervous. Yeah, I am. Actually, do you know what? It's our last three. Who gives a shit? Um, fuck it. It's our last what? Our last three. With this Brother, one and two more. You said there's going to be one more after this. So you go each time I we do this. I'm going to be here for another fucking year. I am going to be fucking like ninety well, years yeah, old. And we're like, episode oh, thirty-two we're isn't going to come out until like fucking March of next year. Anyway. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't. Uh, the thing was, <laughs> I need to speak properly. <laughs> We'll edit that bit out. 
Can we make like a DJ beat with I Darren's? Just put a drum loop under yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mikey is on exactly the same wave. Fucking love it. <laughs> the stuff we used to do as well, leading up to Halloween and stuff like that. And this is this is kind of Halloween related, but not exactly Halloween. There used to be a ghost train that we used to go to every every time that down in Tramore in Waterford. Yeah. One of the rides in the amusement park was a ghost train. Yeah. And without fail, you go into it. Now, everybody who's been there knows what I'm talking about. Because okay. you go through the ghost train and then halfway through, something touches your shoulder. Oh, five fucking knock someone out, I swear in my life. That's what happens. Seriously, oh. it, it someone touches your shoulder. Fuck that. And I'm convinced that they only had a fella standing in there who used to do that to everybody. Because I remember as a child like turning around and like staring out the back of the train for the entirety of it saying, right, this lad's not going to catch me. I'm going to catch his arm or something like that. Like, and then they won't tap you on the arm or on the shoulder, mm-hmm. I mean. So there's definitely a fellow whose job it was to just stand in the amusement park, in the ghost train and just touch kids. Is it right that's all in <laughs> that, That's professional kid toucher. That's what you could do for your mortgage. Fucking hell. <laughs> he has like the DBS check and everything. He's like, oh, we don't have that shit in Ireland. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just him off the street. Hello, mate. Probably an ex-priest. You know what Ireland's like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a ride that's all in pitch black? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got yeah. we got one in Thorpe Park. I forget. I think it's, I don't know if it's called um, No uh, No Way Out or No Way Home or X X X Way Out in Thorpe Park. Um, okay. I don't know. I don't know how the fuck I remember that, but it's it's all in darkness and it's it goes backwards. And like, oh, that's fu- that shit's Jesus. fucking weird, man. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about Halloween rides, but now we're gonna start talking about roller coaster rides. <laughs> no, but that's uh, that. That was the Halloween thing we wanted to do. Give us your thoughts and stories on Halloween, no, in fairness, because that's what we want. We want a bit of interaction, right? I used to fucking hate Halloween. I don't know why. I just used to get really nervous about dressing up and making sure that I look good. Well, now you know, we see, and, now, and particularly I see it like through the teaching and stuff over the years. I saw it. nowadays they are spending the money on the, the costumes for their kids. Parents are doing that. There's no such thing as the black bags anymore. They're not doing that anymore. So like, fucking everybody's going out and, and I'm, I'm kind of sickened over it. I'm like, now you're giving kids notions. You know, they should get mm. the black bag and everyone was in the black bag because it was like, I feel like go. the students are the best people to see whether or not people are spending money on, on outfits because like mm. you'd find them wearing like a t-shirt that's like yeah. nine years old with holes in it and they'll be like yeah I was attacked by a werewolf yeah. it's like I'm a victim and then they'll be at like a bit of fake blood and they'll just splat fake blood on them and you're like alright well done well done for dressing up you, you get a gold star or like some of them go fucking out like some of the girls do crazy ass makeup like I used to go ah, to but a, you see it's different for, for fucking girls in fairness yeah that's well, true like, and people always say girls dress up as like sluts just to you know well like, some sections of them do yeah some sections some just some of that demographic. Of oh, yeah. All right. I was going to say, where are you going to? We're going to be cancelled because you and your use of words. You know that. I think we're going to be cancelled for your use of travellers and duali. But um, <laughs> we'll move on. No, the last time I dressed up, what what was the last thing you dressed up as? <laughs> I, you know, um, I mean, for Halloween, no, not on your Saturday <laughs> nights, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, uh, the guys that go that do like Oktoberfest, they wear like the the, the beer, beer kellers, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, no, yes, yeah, yeah. But I wore the woman's version, and I did that. And like, I have a really hairy chest, and it was quite funny because it was just like so much hair where my tits should have been. But I've got big tits, so it's actually not that bad. <laughs> so yeah, and I did. I didn't wear any underwear as a joke when I went to a Halloween party. So that was that was a bit. So you just a... put your leg one leg up on the table as well and just had it dangling out. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a weird family party. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you've ruined Duali for everybody. 
<laughs> what about you? When did you uh, last the dress last up? time I dressed up was the last In year. The Novotel. Oh fuck off! <laughs> you fucking wanker! <laughs> That's not what you think. I haven't told anybody anything. Oh, um, <laughs> no, the last time I dressed up was the last year of Halloween that I was in university in Sligo, and we like. I was doing a performing arts course, so we mm-hmm. had obviously like costume room, a dressing room. Like, mm-hmm. so what I did was I just borrowed a big white coat and a white peak cap and looked like um, and put a lot of fake blood around my temple and my face and everything like that, and had a running down. And what I told them was that I was an umpire at a GAA match who got the shit kicked out of him. An umpire at a GAA match. Yeah. You could I remember going be- into the Garavog that night and there was two women at the bar looking at me and like with the blood. I was like, oh my God. And I went, no, it's a costume. And she was like, oh, right. <laughs> just, just got a you shot make like- Irish people sound so stupid sometimes. Well, certain people of them are. That's <laughs> Some certain people of Stereotypes them don't come from nothing. Like, But uh, that, that was the last time I dressed up. Mikey, if you're there. No, he's gone, is he? He's probably thought this podcast is going absolutely shit. <laughs> Mikey has left for some be, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's actually given up hope on us. He probably has. Do you blame him? Uh, no. Now take it away. <laughs> so then we're on to our last topic. Right, now, we talked about reality television on this podcast before, but we want to talk about one specific program specific. of reality television, and that is Don't Tell the Bride. Now, people might be familiar with this. For people who aren't, let's be give them a quick, quick synopsis. And by people who aren't, I mean Jack and Mikey, who oh, apparently never fucking watched it before. It's not a normal thing. So the concept of it basically is that the control of the planning of the wedding and everything like that just hands over to the groom. And the bride doesn't get any say in it. Uh, the groom picks her dress. The groom picks the venue, the every other detail of it. And they give him £12,000 in England mm-hmm. or they give him €10,000 in Ireland to do it. €10,000 <clears throat> in Ireland to do it. And uh, they just say, there's your, wet, there's your money, plan a wedding so we can film it, put it on telly. Yeah. Now, this obviously is sold loads of different formats all over the the world yeah, and things yeah. like that. Like you know, but I think it started actually in the, in the UK. I think that's the people who put it on first. Yeah, maybe yeah. Um, but I could be wrong with that. And if, look, I, I might be wrong. Anyway, so this went on. It's been I think it's been on television since like two thousand and six or something like okay. that. Now obviously over lockdown they couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. And so they just went and revisited episodes. And one of the episodes that they revisited was probably their most infamous, I suppose, is that the word? Yeah. Episodes that uh, basically there's a man, Simon, uh, who's 31 at the time, and his wife, Kaylee, or well, his wife-to-be, Kaylee, who was 24 at the time. And uh, they said, there's your money, Simon, organize a wedding. And of course, the stereo- The premise of this is that the bride wants the simple, traditional England countryside wedding yeah, yeah yeah you know and that the groom goes off and organises the complete opposite strippers <laughs> yeah uh, actually I'll tell you I'll come back to that because there's a good story about oh, that God. but this uh, in this episode Simon decides to go to v- Vegas go to Las Vegas yeah, yeah, yeah. and organise the wedding and basically they've gone 
over there for two weeks himself and his best man have gone over there for two weeks done all the the preparations for it and everything like that among the days of actually filming all of these things and filming like oh well this is my thought about this this is my thought about that so they're probably long tiring days yeah, like you know yeah, yeah. so he picked her dress she went in she saw the dress immediately didn't like the dress because it wasn't even close to the one this is oh yeah in a way of like you remember game shows in the 80s will mm-hmm. say, well, this is what you could have won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The part of it is the bride will go and say, will show the parts of like the wedding she would have planned oh, if Jesus. she had to sing. And then so, you see what he's done. Yeah, yeah, this is it. And then so in this part of it, Kaylee picked her dress and said like, you know, this is, uh, this is what I would have worn. Mm-hmm. And then the dress that uh, Simon picked was brought to her, flown over from America into England she was showing it. She immediately started bursting into tears because it wasn't anything close to what she picked. And I'm like, of course it wasn't going to be. But then she demands that the dress, be, that she gets to pick a new dress and mm-hmm. that he buys a new dress. So they ring, her mother rings because there's no contact between the bride and the groom. Mm-hmm. So the mother, her mother rings Simon and says, she's not wearing the dress. You need to find something else from somewhere. And he, she said, he says to her, look, I don't have a lot of money left, um, but I have 600 quid or something like that if you want to buy a new wedding dress. That's all he had left over. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, well, you're going to have to cut back on stuff. You're going to have to find something from somewhere. This is what the Kaylee was telling her mm-hmm. mother to say to him. And he said, look, I can put it up to 800. And uh, that's me putting in my own money. And uh, like not the don't tell the bride budget, his own money. Mm-hmm. And um, then her mother puts in the rest of the money to pick the dress. And I'm like, that breaks all fucking concepts of the show. You're not supposed to be allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. But she did it anyway. And then I think they did that because they were like, well, let's let her have this because we know what's coming with the Las Vegas wedding. Simon has blown the budget to the extent where there's only actually going to be six people allowed to come to the wedding. So Kaylee has, can't bring her other, one of her sisters is the maid of honor. Can't bring her other sister and can't bring her brother. Mm-hmm. It's only her parents, basically. And uh, so with this, her sister, who was the maid of honor, decides, I'm not going. And uh, that's the end of that. And th- he tells it in the most stupidest way. He creates a comedy video and sends it back for the families to watch. So they find out the reveal of where the wedding is and that there's only a certain amount of them actually have been able to go. So it was very idiotic, right? And uh, the the whole prom- the premise of this thing revisiting them over lockdown and stuff was this is 10 years on now. And you see Simon's reaction going back, watching all these old clips of the mm-hmm. show. And it's just like, you feel sorry for him because you knew that he, he knows now how much of an idiot he was to do it. But she says, oh, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not getting on the plane. Once she finds out and all this, she says... She thought it was a joke up to the point of when she went to the airport and mm-hmm. they handed her the ticket, says like, off you're going to Vegas. And she starts bursting into tears. I'm like, oh, I'm not going. I'm not doing this. This is what's happening and all this kind of thing. And uh, eventually she comes. Now, probably because there's a producer who said, you signed a contract to be on a television show. You're fucking going. And uh, they don't say that in the show, but that's probably what happened, Right. So she goes there, they do the wedding and um, she comes back nine months later. Obviously, Simon has to deal with all the flack from the family and everything like that. Nine months later, Simon decides he wants to go and work abroad. They get divorced. Sorry, I just woke up. 
That that I know, yeah, but that that the long winded version, that's the synopsis of it, right? Well, was that the short version? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I could have gone more into fuck detail, you, but I didn't. Man. Telling a story with you is like fucking telling you, you you probably wrote the fucking Bible, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. There's Jesus one part of it as well that it Christ. was revealed in the show in the revisiting show that wasn't revealed in the original show, which was that Simon had actually gone the day or two before the wedding dress fiasco and actually gambled a bit of the money, not from the Don't Tell the Bride budget, but his own money, and had lost about 500 quid in the casino. And like they were saying, oh, well, maybe if he hadn't done that. His best man, like, threw him under the bus and said this. Like, he said, this is, uh, if he hadn't gone and done that, maybe he would have been able to buy the dress. Like, I don't but, even know what to say. I, I don't know. That was the crack with it. So this got us thinking. Did it? Well, it got me thinking anyway. Yeah, got yeah. you thinking there half an hour before this show. I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> if you, I'm thank God, Darren rang me last night and tried telling me about this. And yeah. if you gave me the story you just gave me now last night, I, I honestly think you would have kept me up later than three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, no, but like, it got us thinking, if we were to do the show under those pretenses they've yeah. done like they've done different versions of it around Ireland and the, mm-hmm. you mentioned strippers there so they did an Irish version mm-hmm. and there was a fella who was like an MMA announcer like mm-hmm. a, a ring announcer in his, in his spare time and then did an MMA themed wedding in a nightclub in Dublin and had ring girls going around in the wedding and I was like looking at the bride and I was like what the fuck are you doing you twat like (laughs) but uh, that was the crack anyway so I've got us thinking if we were to under those rules and restrictions somebody came along to us said here's 12 grand plan a mad wedding because they're not interested in doing the beautiful weddings and stuff they're not we we were discussing this before the show they're not interested in giving somebody that money to go off and plan somebody's dream wedding they're saying here's your money do what you want we hope you fuck up because we hope you plan something mad that we can broadcast on telly Uh, I think I'd go somewhere in the country so picturesque mad you just defeated the whole question that I asked you not what you would want, but like what you think would translate well on the show. Uh, sorry, a mad I, am wedding. I meant to be listening to this guy? Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> so I'll do my one first, right? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm going to be sitting here no, you're for not. another four days. No, no, here's the wedding, right? <laughs> and it's very simple. God. We do it outside Buckingham Palace. Don't say we. It feels like I'm marrying you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're getting married outside Buckingham Palace. <laughs> With Irish flags draped on us. Oh, my God. And there's an Irish flag wedding dress. <laughs> and uh, also, they're all the bridesmaids and best men in Everton are on in balaclavas. <laughs> and she comes down the aisle to Kamauchi black and tans. Jesus Christ. I've explained what a black and tan is on this before. It's not racist. I'm not I doing it again. I enjoying my idea of a nice place. In so that's my right. idea of it. And I think, translate that on that. I said, now, so if the BBC or Channel 4 or whoever has it now wants to contact me to do that, we'll cast an actress as the bride or something like I'm that. That's sure fine. No, we'll cast an actress as a bride there, Jack. And uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we, we'll get the show made school. anyway. All right. Jack, what would you do? Uh, what's the equivalent of Buckingham Palace in Ireland? I'd go to Supermax. No, no, no. I mean, we'd actually go to Buckingham Palace and do this. Yeah, well, stop saying we. Stop <laughs> saying we. Oh, I'm yeah, not... the reception dinner would be a lovely little um, whatever they serve Blue in show. prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably fuck off to Italy or somewhere with the money by myself. <laughs> Spend 12 grand. And send them back your dominoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'd do like a virtual wedding. 
I'd have it on Zoom and like, <laughs> and I'd all be, I'd be in late Como. Is that that's where people go, isn't it? It's nice and fancy for weddings. I'm I love the way we always look at Mikey approval. as if he's the fountain of knowledge. Yeah, I mean, stuff. if I if I look at you, you're probably going to start yeah. a story. Intellectually rubs beard, but yeah, as I yeah, probably fuck off to late Como with twelve grand if I can have a thick time. Mikey. I don't know, probably something like with a lot of screaming and go-karts. And- <laughs> oh, go-karts. That'd You'd get married a on a bumper sick car. Sick idea. That'd be a fucking sick idea. Imagine like doing like I'm married I've got to get married the on the dodgems, mate. <laughs> <laughs> got my first kiss in a dodgems. What can I do? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, maybe on that haunted ghost train that you just said about. Yeah. It goes backwards. And they just like, they yeah. just keep popping out and then you've got the bridesmaids there. It's actually like the, the wedding guests, the ones that are like touching you and you're just yeah. like, oh yeah, everyone's done it now. <laughs> We're married. Creepy grandma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Phil is just sitting in the corner, just hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you have any idea of what you would do for your own "Don't Tell the Bride," I'd, I'm very interested to actually hear people's opinions on Wait, this. What is "Don't Tell the Bride"? Can you explain it again? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think we have enough time in the world for that. <laughs> Uh, so if you have any ideas about what you would do under those pretenses let us know and everything as well so we're going to end the podcast by throwing it over to Mr. Mikey Q we did our things before about like fucking sex puns in song titles and stuff but we're now talking about band names and good band names Um, a new tomorrow going on tour in Southampton Manchester and what was the other place? Newcastle and London. Newcastle and London, if you want to get on there and follow their Instagram page. That's all the plugs you're getting right now. Go on, tell us. I'm overwhelmed with the plugs. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So what do you want good band names? Good, bad, indifferent, dirty. Tell us. I think I probably should have spent this time preparing, shouldn't I? Oh, for fuck's no, sake. Mom, see, no, no English people give a shit about this podcast. So no, exactly. We just, we, we just don't prepare. I, I, think, it, we, you, I think I gave up a long time I, ago I on like that demographic. To, to answer what you're saying, yeah. I feel like the more random band names actually are just funny. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier on about the Rolling Stones and like um, Snow Patrol, Snow Patrol mm. and like Arctic Monkeys. Like when you actually yeah. think about those and like that out loud, you're like, what the fuck? I like Dan and Nan and Nan and <laughs> that is fucking jokes. <laughs> that is actually fucking jokes. That's good. Uh, that was a good one. There was also the Tony Danza, tra- Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza. Which I can't quite say. See, that's what I mean. And I presume they play like nuts. heavy metal, is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we also did talk about rappers' names though. Then said they're fucking yeah. stupid. Like I they mean, are fucking stupid. Young yeah. Thug. Are there any really good nuts. rap names though? Like where, where you kind of go? Yeah, um, that's pretty sweet. Jay Z. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Snoop Dogg. Two letters of the English. Snoop Dogg has to be the coolest fucking rap name ever. Biggie. Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Tupac. Yeah. I'm just naming rappers. I don't. Lil Dicky. So the original. Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Kind of original. Gun. They were the better. Oh yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like classic rap. I'm just trying to show that I've got depth to my character on this podcast by naming. And I'm remaining silent because I don't. Um, no, I can't think of any to be honest with you. The one thing I do—I thought you said you're prepared for this shit, you know. No, that's—I was asking Mikey to be prepared oh, for it. Well, that's um, there was one thing I wanted to do before, like one of my best mates back in Ireland, Conor O'Mahony. He he plays all kinds of in- instruments. He's very very musical, right? Yeah. I actually, you think you met him when he came over, in when the boys came over the to Wembley one. there. What the ginger one? No, no, that's George. George's been on the podcast, sure. Yeah, I, I knew that. 
<laughs> he's about our Christmas special. He's got. I actually did like him as well. He was sound as fuck. He's got. Actually, I tell you the story. This oh, is the I'm, thing. I don't right? want any more stories from you, Darren. <laughs> I actually have to go home at some point. <laughs> if you tell me this is very quick. This is very quick. Very quick. Very quick. Right. My friends episodes. came over a couple of weeks ago, right? And they went in the following morning. Uh, they went in and they were just like oh give us the breakfasts and stuff like that and Jack comes oh, out and goes oh coffee. yeah do you want any tea or coffees mate and they burst their holes laughing into his face and get us two pints of Heineken there for fuck's sake like. and I said fuck <laughs> off out of my pub I don't do Heineken dickheads yeah no they asked you about 20 times for that anyway no but sorry yeah the story I was going to tell you about it was Connor was no, there another fucking story <laughs> <laughs> Mikey help me help me Connor just was there and the thing we man. always had was that um <laughs> I can't even remember where I was now yeah <laughs> I had this thing where we would call his band he was in a couple of different bands right and I had the thing where his band name was going to be called The Faces of Mahoney which was basically different facial expressions of him done on like fucking cardboard cutouts and they'd wear them as masks every time that they were playing and I swear to God when he gets married and he's on his stag I'm going to make sure that whoever his best man is even if it's not me that they make people wear those masks <laughs> and we have t-shirts called the faces of Mahoney that's where we do it that's my only band name that's all I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you another band I'll play it to you later they're called Vaginal Penetration of oh, Anamalous with a Musty Carrot you've really brought the whole tone of this podcast down <laughs> I'm thinking more now. I'm, thinking, I'm remembering all the good ones. That's one of the good ones. <laughs> We're going to do a little extra bonus feature on Patreon of all that stuff. Yeah, where, yeah. where you sit there and do story time, and then yeah, people can, exactly. Yeah, you'd be great at fucking like um, Guantanamo Bay torture. You, literally, <laughs> I feel like I could fall asleep to some of the stuff that you come up with. Well, though. before you do fall asleep, let's end it there, right? Get your stories in about any of the topics we've done today to the Instagram page <sighs> or to Good Friday Podcast sixty nine at gmail or to the Facebook page, even though we don't really check that anymore. But do it anyway. Didn't know um, anyone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've enjoyed this. Have so we? we'll be back for the other specials at some point. So <laughs> we? we'll see when Jack wakes up and everything like that. We'll call it. So Mikey, tell the people goodbye. Goodbye, people. There you go. It's like a talking <laughs> monkey. Tell them goodbye. I'm going to come in that studio and fucking beat you up. <laughs> And that's Jack's goodbye. There you go. Goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye for me. That was Friday. That was good. That was the Good Friday podcast. <laughs>